Hello and welcome to Life with Francy podcast, a place where we will find all kinds of conversation like mental health, self-love, self-care, trauma, hobbies, and more. With this podcast, I want to create a place where we support one another in business and personal life. Hope you enjoy this episode. Now, let's get the show started. On today's episode, I have the pleasure to talk to Kareen Aristocy. Oh, I forgot to ask her last name. I know I said That's all good. It's all good, girl. Aristide, yes. Oh my gosh, a passionate woman who helps her client, especially parentpreneurs. I never heard of that one, so I can't wait to talk more about that. Realize their full potential professionally, emotionally, and spiritually. She combines nearly 25 of professional and entrepreneur experience, having impacted hundreds of lives around the world, as long as as a pastor, speaker, trainer, coach, and author. Her current expertise is on personal and professional development with the focus on mental health. She's just amazing, so I just can't wait to get this conversation started. Welcome to the show and tell us what is uh, life with Kareen. <laughs> well, life with Kareen is quite eventful, I would say. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, when you wear many hats and it's not hats that you don't enjoy, you just love those hats. So it's a, it's a question of, you know, having harmony. I talk about harmony instead of balance because sometimes you know um balance is not possible it just isn't but when you harmonize it makes a big difference so for example I like to give the example of a a song or uh you know a, a concert where you have different instruments you know you have the voices you have the musicians and Sometimes it's the guitar that has the solo sometimes you know it's the piano sometimes it's the drums so, but they're still together, right? So it's just one is emphasized. And so that's kind of how I, I see my life. So depending on what's going on, um, you may have a more, more of an emphasis on one aspect than the other, but it all kind of harmonizes together and produces me. <laughs> I, I love that. I never heard that one harmonized, but yeah, I can go with that. I feel that one. Yes, that's awesome. Absolutely. I love it. So yeah, where did this vision come from? Yeah, so, well, first of all, I have to say that, you know, um, I fell in the soup of entrepreneurship uh, about 20 years ago. So I started out as a professional. I was uh, in employment counseling, which I loved. I loved what I was doing. And um, so to make a long story short, my husband and I, we had one child at the time and we moved to another city and no one would hire me because I was pregnant. And that's how I kind of became an entrepreneur because, you know, I reluctantly became a stay-at-home mom you know, because I was pregnant with my second child. So, um, but I discovered this like underground world of mompreneurs. And I was like, oh yeah, this is my tribe. So that's how I kind of discovered that I had this potential in me. And I tried first different um, 
direct sales marketing companies. Uh, I personally love direct sales. It really helps to kind of understand what entrepreneurship is without so much of what comes with owning a business because it's all there. So you just jump in and the personal growth too that comes through it was amazing. So one particular one that really got me to realize who I was and my full potential was Mary Kay. So I became a sales director with Mary Kay in three months and a senior sales director in a year and building a team of women and just, you know, what really struck me with this business was their model. So it's enriching women's lives. And this is kind of how I realized that, oh, there's something here, <laughs> you know? I have this leadership that I really didn't know I had or the potential that it could bring. And so at the time I was pregnant with my fifth child. So after giving birth, <laughs> After giving birth to the fifth one, I kind of discovered that, hey, let's uh, combine my entrepreneurial experience with my career counseling experience and offer a service to moms, you know, to have their kids and business too. And that's kind of how, you know, I started creating businesses from scratch from then. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I was like, she went from the second time to the fifth time. What happened over here? <laughs> well, you know what? It's entrepreneurship awesome. that really, you know, helped me to, to do that. I find that, you know, having a nine to five is great, but there's a, there's a flexibility that is really difficult when you have when you want to raise a family a certain way. So, and I, I lift my hat off to women that are single moms, for example, who really, you know, have to juggle that um, inflexibility that, that comes with having a nine to five and not having a partner to help. I mean, it's just my, I, I don't know, they're my heroes, to be honest. Um, so, for, for me and my husband, we very quickly realized that having flexibility was very important to us because we wanted to raise our kids um, in our own terms. And so we made the sacrifices necessary and it was not easy. But when we look at them now, the youngest is 16, the oldest is 22. And it's just amazing, you know, what, what has and I, I really believe that it was those decisions that we made early on raising them that's brought them to be who they are today and just being, you know, it was all worth it, right? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, so how do you, and how is this uh, parentpreneur? So how do you help them? Yeah, so basically after, you know, all the ups and downs and the uh, experimenting and, and looking at, you know, what works for me and for my family, I started kind of helping others, you know, just be able to find what works for them. So it's, it's not a cookie cutter thing. You know, we kind of look at, you know, what's the vision here, you know, and then kind of look at um, 
solidifying the passions that are going to hold that vision and then taking inspired action from that place in order to make sure that you know we are being before we are doing right so sometimes we jump into things and you know we kind of follow a path that we was imposed on us to be very honest if I can be frank um, a lot of the times we grew up in families and you know, some things that we experience kind of, you know, give us a trajectory that we adopt, but it might not be exactly who we are or what we know that we want to contribute to the world. And so that's, that's part of what I do is really helping people get back to, you know, who they are authentically and then sometimes re-engineering things so that what they do really reflects who they are, you know, and the passionate being that they are. So when you're working with someone who has a family and also wants to build a successful business, then it's so, so, so important to, to really grasp what that vision is because it's very easy for them to kind of get lost, you know, in, in, in the process. And so the truth is our children find out more about who they are and who they need to become by watching us, you know, being who we are and who we need to become. And so it, it's really kind of like a dance, I like to say. <laughs> and, it, and I love, I love getting people where, where they know that they're meant to be so yeah nice I love that and we sure need it you know because a lot of people don't have like the resources and tools mm -hmm. so I love that you offer that for them so yeah do you work with them on a one-on-one -on -one or do you have a group setting how is that work yeah I offer both to be very honest um I prefer, uh, I really love the one-on-one. -on -one. I, I prefer it actually, uh, because you really get to um, create something in partners to create something, right? So a uh, group setting is great as well because people kind of rub off on each other and learn from each other. So it's not a question of, and that's the way that I like to do the group work. It's, it's really, an experience and and people actually do the work together you know as they move forward and so the 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 there's the aspect of co-creation both in groups and in one-on-one -on -one, but i really really enjoy the one-on-one -on -one. um it's it's by far you know the the best use of my brain i would say <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I found you through uh Podmatch, a great uh community, you know, for That's podcast right. hosts and podcast guests to share the expertise mm -hmm. and uh support one another. But uh yeah, so is there anything else like you know you want your my listeners to know about you? Yeah, so one thing that's important and I like to strive that is um, to really get in, in touch with who you are, get in touch 
with what it is that you were meant to contribute to the world. And I like to say, you know, when I meet people for the first time, instead of asking them, you know, what do you do for a living or something, it's what are you passionate about? You know, you, you, you learn more about somebody by what they're passionate about than what they do many times until they do the work to really be before they do. And then what they do actually, you know, um, really showcases who they are and that, that passionate being that they are. And so one of the things that um, I decided to do is help people to, to have a framework to do that, right? Because sometimes it's like, okay, well, well how does, what does that mean, <laughs> you know? How does that materialize, right? And so I wrote a very short book. So it's 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 uh, it, you know it's it's called Dare to Rise: Transformational Reflections to Know Your Vision. And Ooh. so it's it's only uh, you know it's very short. You know, on, I think it's under a hundred pages, but it's very um, poignant. So th there's there's if if somebody's new to personal development, um, they will really get to the nitty gritty of what it takes, you know, to get to that place of being. And if somebody's already advanced in their personal growth journey, they'll definitely get some nuggets in there. You know, one of the things I talk about is scooping the crap, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and sometimes what happens is we're in a society that is very focused on doing and very focused on activity-based living. And so people don't take the time to stop and to really get in tune with what's happening inside of them. So sometimes they're living a situation or they're going through the motions and they don't realize that there's some things internally that needs to be scooped out you know so all of us have crap you know that yeah. that attaches to us and depending on you know our experiences and things like that and so being very aware being very self-aware of what those things are at every stage of life because you know as they say new level bring new devil right so there's always something <laughs> to to really um un unpack and I like to talk about how crap, you know, um, invites flies, right? And so if you, if you leave a pile of crap somewhere, flies will come. But if you scoop it out and you, you remove the crap, the, the flies won't have any, anywhere to land, right? And so it's uh, very important. This is one of the many uh, steps that I talk about in the book. And, and it's actually, um a part of a 90-day program nice. but uh it it kind of gets you started yeah so i love that so one of the questions that you had is like what makes you feel inspired or like you know that you're living your best life yes i, I love seeing people choose themselves like that mm. just motivates me so much yes girl <laughs> because sometimes you know 
people have this false notion that choosing yourself is selfish. Uh, no, it is not. Especially when you have a heart for people, you have to make sure that you take care of yourself first. So you're able to then take care of others to, you know, work out of your overflow, right? And so um, that, that motivates me so much. And I love to, you know, really remind people that if they don't do that, you, they're not only, it's not only a detriment to themselves, but also it's a detriment to the people that are around them, you know, and that they care about, right? So we want to always be working towards that next best version of ourselves. You know, I, I like to say there's always more, you know? Yep. So I yeah. say it too, girl, like as long as we're breathing, I mean, there's always something that there's we can always. work on, something that we can learn from, Absolutely. you know, the possibilities are endless, but yeah, you say like you help out, like, um a mompreneurs parentpreneurs yes. <laughs> I love that word uh but yeah what's the biggest challenge that you have faced as a mom mm -hmm. um doing all of this and how did you overcome it yeah so one of the biggest issues that I had to work on was um my superwoman syndrome and my savior complex oh wow okay. so, yeah that was that was huge uh because it was really early on in my entrepreneurial journey uh it was really driving me to work to almost the point of death you know <laughs> I actually almost died one time uh where I was working like crazy person and um Coming back home from the office one time, first of all, I fell asleep a whole, whole lot of times between the time where I was at the office till I got home. It was about 30 minute drive. And I, I think I fell asleep like 10 times. Like I, don't, I can't even remember how many times, but I got right in front of my house and I was so happy, but I don't know what happened. I guess I blacked out to this day. I'm not sure what happened, but I ended up crashing into the apartment of an apartment building that was right next to where I lived. Wow. Yeah. So at first I thought I crashed into my own apartment, but it was another, but it was a vacant, thank God. To make a long story short, uh, I came out of that with, you know, just a few chipped teeth. Um, some bruises on my face and terrible whiplash and I wished I had died you know at that time because to me it was like the best way you know for my family to be taken care of for all that stuff it was just an insane thinking but that's how I realized that my soul was sick you know and that I needed to 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 really um, get to the bottom of it and but i think a lot of overachievers will hear this and um resonate so even though i had this really traumatic experience and i came out alive you know which was a miracle in itself um, once i got better guess what happened i got back into the same old same old patterns and 
uh, I crashed again, but this time it was mentally and um, physically. So at this point, I, I, I'm like, okay, I need some professional help here, you know, to really get at that. So yeah, I did. I, I, I went to a psychologist, you know, and, and followed a program and to get at the root of it, because that's what happens sometimes, especially in our community. You know, it's very taboo and, you know, it's seen as weakness if you go and, and do all this work, you know, and let me tell you, it literally saved my life. And really, I realized that going through that, you know, it's not just for me that I went through all of that. It's also to help others. And that's how I decided to kind of shift a little bit and get into the mental health space you know, and, and the, the personal development space. Um, so I went back to school after 15 years of quitting, <laughs> finished my degree in psychology and I did a minor in neuroscience and mental health. And then after that, um, I, I decided to, to start helping people and, and really um, make sure that they don't fall into the same traps, you know, that I have. And so, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy, but I can totally relate, you know? Mm. Like, sometimes you need the actual crash, you know, yeah. to bring you awareness of something. And then if you don't follow through, you know, you got yep. your mental health, you know, as well. So, wow. Uh, what are some strategies and approaches that people can use to manage their mental health yeah so really simple things um like spending time with yourself not watching you know netflix okay oh, no. this is not what i'm talking about <laughs> i'm talking about being in tune you know with what what's really going on and one a very simple tool is journaling. That's that's a very simple tool that is very powerful. And, yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love journaling, girl. Yeah, and and some people they that's not for them, and that's fine. You know, sometimes I recommend putting a chair in front of you and just talking. You know, uh, so getting it all out is really what it's important, right? And so. Um, sometimes you, you know, for example, if you, you realize that you have anger and, you know, it stems from a particular situation that happened way back when, and maybe this person is already passed away, for example, you know, and you don't have access to this person, what do you do? Right. So one way is to put a chair in front of you and just talk, you know, <laughs> And just allow your, yourself to, you know, address this person, even if they're not physically there. But the, the, the exercise is getting, getting it out, you know, not letting it fester, because this is where the issues um, that we face really lie, right? And so learning to live, you know, your life from the inside out is really one of the best ways that you can protect your mental health. Another really great tip that I talk about is the mental health continuum. So if you've never heard of it, 
um, simply Google, <laughs> Google mental health continuum. There will be lots of different diagrams that you will find. So basically what it is, is um, making you understand that mental health is, is not mental illness, right? So a lot of the times people put it all together. No, like a good mental health is really about being able to be in tune, in tune with your emotions, your feelings, being able to function well in society, you know, having um, uh, 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 well-being, you know, that actually makes you productive, right? And so the, the, it's a continuum. So we're not always happy-go-lucky, you know, and, uh, you know, sometimes we can experience times of sadness and grief and anger and hurt and all those things. The, the key is that you don't want those things to become negative uh, reinforcers in your life. So with the mental health continuum, it helps you to kind of keep yourself in check, right? So you have the one end where you're, you're healthy, you know, for example, one sign of healthy, of being healthy is, you know, having normal fluctuating emotions, you know, that is a sign of being healthy mentally. Okay. And then, you know, the next phase is more reacting. Okay. So in this phase, you know, it, it's more sort of like, you, you know, you may have trouble sleeping because, you know, you're keep ruminating certain things. Uh, that could be a sign that you're reacting, or sometimes you may have, you know, uh, react a certain way to a situation that is not proportional to what's going on. Uh, the next phase is then is being um, um, so injured, okay? So, so in this phase, you know, you're, you're usually like avoiding people, you know, you, you avoid social settings, you kind of uh, have a lingering sense of sadness. Uh, those are some signs of being injured. And then the next phase is illness. Right. So here, you know, we're talking about being completely incapacitated. You know, we're talking about, you know, not being able to function. Right. So so those are sort of so when you Google the mental health continuum, you'll be able to not only get, you know, some signs to watch for, because I can't really get more into it here. But uh, you all you can also get, you know, a few things that you can do to make sure that you stay on the mental health uh, the, the, the good mental health side of the continuum. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, as you know, you know, I say in my intro, you know, one of my topics is like just mental health in general, because I think it's so important and yes. people don't talk about it enough and we need to end that stigma, you know, so bad about it. And then journaling is like one of the things that I do. And then with having a mentor, mm -hmm. uh, the way you explain it, like you have to go to the root of the problem. Like yes. sometimes we have to reparent ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, so that work through that inner child. I don't know for you, but for me, is the nine-year-old. Mm. Like <laughs> she's so angry that she has to be a grown-up, you know, that yeah. I have to go back and be like, hey, I'm sorry for what happened to you, you know, like, mm -hmm. but can we not like 
act like a crazy woman right now (laughs) but it's just reparenting yourself and giving yourself what you were lacking in some way or another you know I have Mm -hmm. I say the almost perfect mom (laughs) you know there was some things you know that that's why I say that almost perfect that is in caps that separates her from being perfect Mm -hmm. but uh you know there were some things that I have to go back and be like, hey, little Francie, you know, like, it's okay that yeah. this and that happened. So, and uh, one way that I do that too is like letters. Mm-hmm. You say it to like, uh, my mentor uh, will have you talk to a pillow. You say <laughs> to talk to a chair. Yeah. <laughs> and I say to write a letter. So, you know, yeah. but just the main point is getting those feelings out. Out. Because absolutely. it will eat you alive, you know? Yes, it will. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, one thing that I found was, and and I, I what I did was I... I chose to kind of focus on personality. So, you know, one of my expertise is is a specific model of human behavior. It's called DISC. And so what I find is that when people understand themselves and have a, a real good understanding of how their personality works and their personality style, then they can find something that, you know, works for their personality. You know, so sometimes there are things that will work for me that may not work for you. You know, if you're more introverted, if you're more extroverted and things like that, or if you're more task oriented or if you're more uh, oriented towards people. So those things, it's important to be aware of those things so that you're not implementing a strategy that doesn't fit with you. Right. And, And also it's it's also good to kind of experiment with different things and see what sticks. Yep. I've been trying things girl for like the past (laughs) six, seven years. And I say, if you tell me, uh, scratch your head three times a day and that will work. I will be scratching my head three times a day because I will try anything and everything to like feel I don't know if sanity is even a possibility, but just, you know, to feel okay, to feel at peace, harmony, you know, like I love that. Absolutely. That's the key thing, because as you said, you know, we're going to go through things. It's not like we're not going to go through them. Right. So sometimes, you know, when I meet, I work with a client that, you know, their goal is not to feel sad anymore. Their goal is, you know, not to feel pain anymore and things like that. And I say to them, that's not the goal because, you know, we live in the fallen world. Like there's going to be stuff that happens. So the idea is to become resilient enough so that when those things happen or whatever, you're able to handle it. You're able to take it in a way that's not going to destroy you, but that's going to make you stronger, right? And so the more, it's kind of like when you build a muscle, right? Like we know, you know, when it comes to physically, when we go to the gym, you know, we don't see the results right away, but if we're consistent and we keep working on that machine, next thing you know, like, wow, you know, the transformation that's going to happen is going to be amazing. So it's the same way when it comes to, you know, our mental toughness, our mindset, um, our our self-awareness, all of those things that are really essential to living your best life, right? So 
So the, the idea is that you, you want, you don't want again to live the life of someone else. You know, I talk about plagiarism, you know, when we do that. So a lot yep. of us do a lot of plagiarism and then we wonder how come I'm not happy? How come it's not working? But, you know, you need to kind of, you know, sometimes, you know, roll back and, and kind of focus on, okay, where did, where did things kind of shift? And what, what do I need to do to make sure that I get back to my authentic self and then uh, protect that self in, in the way that I um, harmonize my life? I love that. So how do you define success and what is the key ingredient to your success? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for me, success is, is really a question of that harmonized life <laughs> that I'm building is actually um, bringing the results and the fruits, you know, that, that I want to see, which for me, the most important thing is peace <laughs> and, and happiness, joy, which is even better than happiness, to be honest. Yep. And, and to have, you know, um, uh, the life that was meant to be mine, you know, that for me, that's what success is. So, you know, there's no comparison there because, you know, you're actually living that best life that you are the one who decide that this is what it should look like, you know, not what other people say it should look like. Right. But it takes a while to get there. <laughs> But once you get there, it's it's really amazing. So yeah, that's that's this is, and I'm I can say that, you know, after many years of of kind of trial and error, I can say that I'm there now. You know, so I may not have everything I want to have, or that I know I'm going to have, but it's it's really more about appreciating and being grateful for where I am now. And, and knowing that as I move forward and as I'm consistent, I will get to where I know I need to be. But I'm not living for the future, right? I'm living for the now. And every day is, you know, a gift. Every day is a present, right? That I, that I kind of, you know, uncover <laughs> as I go along. Ooh, I love that. But girl, being present at the present moment, it is not easy. No, and it takes not. a lot of training. It <laughs> yes. takes a lot of training. I'm just <laughs> learning to how to be present. And it's like, oh my God, this is exhausting. <laughs> well, especially, you know, with people that have the similar person, I can tell that we, can, we have a similar personality. And so, you know, there's this thing about, the shiny object syndrome that, that we oh, have to yeah. be very careful about. That's you know? me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the more, when you know it, and the more that you remind yourself that, you know what, what I want is to be present. So I'm not going to chase that rabbit. You know, it can go. And whenever I'm done with what I'm doing, that rabbit will be there if it's meant for me. Right? <laughs> I love so that. <laughs> So, yeah, so where can my uh, listeners find you? Yeah, so very simple, karinaristi.ca. You'll have all the different ways to contact me, whether it's social media or uh, any, if you want to have a little conversation, you know, you can do a coffee chat with me. 
yeah, so looking forward to uh, seeing and uh, connecting with anybody who's interested in doing so. I love that. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really had You're a great welcome. time talking to you. Me too. Thank you for this platform. It's great. And uh, you did a good job. I love it. <laughs> thank you so much. That means a lot. And so, yeah, so I will have your information in the show notes. But as well, if you want to get a hold of her, you can do it through PodMatch. Check that community out. You know, once again, yeah. it's for podcast hosts to just share about their uh, show and find podcast guests to share the expertise. So it's like dating, but for, yeah. for <laughs> podcast hosts and podcast guests. So I love That's that community right. and they share a lot of resources and tools. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, so hope you enjoyed this episode. I really love uh, having this talk with uh, Miss Kareen. And uh, yeah, you can find my podcast in all major platforms, as well as my YouTube channel. So hope you have a blessed day. Bye bye. Be blessed.